Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Gisela Kiyar, and I believe we are living in the last days. I hope with this next series of podcasts to explain what is going on and what will happen very soon with regards to the rapture and the tribulation in Bible prophecy. I pray that as you hear this message, it will encourage you to read the good news of Jesus' true salvation for yourself. Seek the truth. Ask God to open your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what the Spirit is trying to tell you. The episode will begin right after this short message. So how do you avoid the great tribulation and God's judgment? In Revelation chapters 4 and 5, we got a sneak preview of what heaven will be like for Jesus' born-again Jesus born believers, the true church, after we are raptured. What's next? In the book of Revelations, chapters 6 and 7, we see the start of the great tribulation that will last seven years. These will be the last seven years of the world as we know it. Once the rapture happens, there is no stopping the great tribulation. So Revelation 6, Jesus opens the first six seal judgments. John writes, oh, 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 and here come the four horsemen of the apocalypse. I watched as the lamb opened the first of the seven seals. Then I heard one of the four living creatures say in a voice like thunder, come. I looked, and there before me was a white horse. Its rider held a bow, and he was given a crown, and he rode out as a conqueror bent on conquest. When the lamb opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature say, Come! Then another horse came out, a fiery red one. Its rider was given power to take peace from the earth and to make people kill each other. To him was given a large sword. When the lamb opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, Come! I looked, and there before me was a black horse. Its rider was holding a pair of scales in his hand. Then I heard what sounded like a voice among the four living creatures saying, Two pounds of wheat for a day's wages and six pounds of barley for a day's wages. And do not damage the oil and the wine. When the lamb opened the fourth seal, I heard a voice of the fourth living creature say, Come! I looked, and there before me was a pale horse. Its rider was named Death, and Hades was following close behind him. They were given power over a fourth of the earth to kill by sword, famine, and plague and by the wild beasts of the earth. When he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain because of the word of God and the testimony they had maintained. They called out in a loud voice, How long, sovereign Lord, holy and true, until you judge the inhabitants of the earth and avenge our blood? Then each of them was given a white robe, and they were told to wait a little longer until the full number of their fellow servants, their brothers and sisters, were killed just as they had been. I watched as he opened the sixth seal. There was a great earthquake. The sun turned black like sackcloth made of goat hair. The whole moon turned blood red, 
and the stars in the sky fell to earth as figs dropped from a fig tree when shaken by a strong wind. The heavens receded like a scroll being rolled up, and every mountain and island was removed from its place. Then the kings of the earth, the princes, the generals, the rich, the mighty, and everyone else, both slave and free, hid in caves among the rocks of the mountains. They called to the mountains and the rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of their wrath has come, and who can withstand it? That's Revelation 6. So let's go through these one by one. Number one, first seal, the white horse, and it's not Jesus, meet the Antichrist. He carries a bow which could be a weapon used to conquer or a rainbow of peace. Second, a red horse who makes people kill each other. Now, you think it's bad now, wait till this. Seal three, the black horse of poverty, famine, and economic worries. The poor will suffer more, but the rich will still enjoy their lives. For now. Seal four, the pale horse of death. One quarter of the earth will die by sword, famine, plague, worse than COVID-19, and wild beasts. Seal five, these are the Christian martyrs or the tribulation saints who were killed just because they believe in Jesus after the rapture. They want vengeance for their deaths, but they have to wait because vengeance is the Lord's. Seal six, the great earthquake and nature revolts. Yes, mankind has abused the earth and God is getting his vengeance. The people, everyone, will try to hide from the destruction. Okay, Revelation 7, the 144,000. Well, then Jesus takes a break from the seals to deal with a different type of seal. Okay, we read in Revelation 7, verses 1 through 4. After this, I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding back the four winds of the earth to prevent any wind from blowing on the land or on the sea or on any tree. Then I saw another angel coming up from the east, having the seal of the living God. He called out in a loud voice to the four angels who had been given power to harm the land and the sea. Do not harm the land or sea or the trees until we put a seal on the foreheads of the servants of our God. Then I heard the number of those who were sealed, 144,000 from all the tribes of Israel. Now, I won't bore you with the list of tribes, but you can read them um, in the book of Revelation chapter 7 for yourself. There's a link over in my blog. However, be assured that these 144,000 are 12,000 people from each of the 12 tribes of Israel, no one else. These are the new Messianic Jewish believers who will spread the gospel of salvation of Jesus Christ all over the world. All right, now comes the tribulation saints praising God, and we continue, John writes. After this, I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people, and language, standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands, and they cried out in a loud voice, 
Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. All the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. They fell down on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen. Praise and glory and wisdom and thanks and honor and power and strength be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders asked me, these in white robes, who are they and where did they come from? I answered, sir, you know. And he said, these are they who have come out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will shelter them with his presence. Never again will they hunger. Never again will they thirst. The sun will not beat down on them, nor any scorching heat. For the lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to springs of living water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. That's in Revelation 7, verses 9 through 17. Okay, so let's recap. We have the rapture. When all the Christian born-again believers, born-again believers are swept up into heaven, God then leaves man to his own devices on earth. Those left behind will either realize the error of their ways and accept Jesus as their savior, or they won't, and face God's judgment. Either way, those left behind will go through the great tribulation, or at least part of it. New Christian believers at that time will face martyrdom. There will be suffering for all those left behind. But when the tribulation saints reach heaven, they'll get white robes and crowns. And I, I read again from Revelation 7, 7, 17. For the lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd. And will he will lead them to springs of living water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. So it's up to you. It's your choice. I'm going to read uh, an excerpt from the Prophetic Gallery series Bible study in the free um, Version Bible app. God's people in the churches of Revelation face terrible challenges. And the question they all ask is, why must God's people suffer like this? And what is the purpose of the suffering? Jesus answers this question in this wing of the art gallery. The suffering causes people to look to God and seek forgiveness. If everything is going well, then people will live their lives, but they will not seek God. Jesus is saying to his church, my desire is to fill heaven. This will fill heaven. Can you be faithful in the midst of the difficulties? Can you speak my word boldly to your world in the midst of these difficulties? If you do, then heaven will be filled. When we see the end of the story, it is possible to get through the difficult times with a strong faith and bold testimony. Jesus, in his story about the end times, shares what it takes to fill heaven, going everywhere and bringing people to the wedding feast. Again, that's from the Prophetic Gallery series. Um, and there's a link to um, their website in my blog. What the earth is going through right now, the COVID-19 pandemic, civil unrest, and economic uncertainty is just the start of the birth pains of the last days. It will get worse, then the rapture will happen. Any day now, 
The Great Tribulation starts right after the rapture of the believers. Believe now, and you'll be sure to avoid the coming Great Tribulation. Honestly, you have nothing to lose. If you want the assurance of salvation and a one-way, non-stop ticket to heaven, and that you won't be left behind at the rapture, which again, could happen any day now, this is what you have to do. Believe, repent, be baptized, and receive the Holy Spirit. Pray this prayer humbly and wholeheartedly. Dear Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner. I believe you died for my sins. Please forgive me right now. I turn from my sins and open the door of my heart and my life to you. I confess you as my personal Lord and Savior. I will follow you for the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you click on over to my blog, it's the next steps in your new walk with Jesus. That's a lot to take in, uh, but there's more coming. So stay tuned. Solidero Gloria. To God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you realize that I don't want you to be left behind. Jesus said in Revelation 3, verses 20 through 22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. If you have any comments or questions, please feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. Make sure you download my favorite free Bible study apps, Uversion Bible app and Through the Word. These will make it easy for you to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. Oh, and don't forget to hit the subscribe, ah, the subscribe button, then the share button. The good news of Jesus Christ is meant to be shared. Solidero Gloria. To God alone be the glory.